Hello there, this interview that you're about to hear was originally done by me, Sam Roscoe or Chris Prince for the Blue Moon podcast sometime between 2009 and now. That means if there's anything that sounds a bit out of date or if there's anything that's an obvious topic that we've not asked the guest about, it's probably because the interview is from a long time ago. This show is basically the Blue Moon podcast interview archive. All of the new interviews that we do with former City players and managers will go live on the Blue Moon podcast first, so if you like what you hear then please go and subscribe to that and there's a new show every Friday with a look at everything on and off the pitch for City. But for now enjoy the end of this generic recorded message and enjoy the interview with the person whose name is in the title of this episode. I think it's just the way the game has gone and they just want to concentrate more on the football more than anything else and um, I think when we were young we kind of had a good bond, we had a really good bond between the lads and we used to get in at half eight, do the training then sort out all the kit afterwards and we used to have a mess about <laughs> as well you know so we, we really enjoyed our time there but now the game's a lot more money involved and I think they just want to concentrate more on the football so the lads don't have to do anything like that anymore which I think is a bit of a shame really but that's the way it is nowadays. Did you, was there any particular reason that uh, you chose Manchester City as, as kind of like the place that you wanted to be at? Because there, I mean, there, there was a reputation at the time for, for City developing youngsters. Yeah. That was one of the main reasons I knew that. Obviously I was a local lad, I lived around the corner and I was a City supporter as well. That was always at the forefront of my mind, you know, that I always wanted to play for City. And um, yeah, that was the main reason, was that I was local and as a City supporter and I thought I might have a chance you know one day playing do you still remember your first team debut <laughs> it was a long time ago um, I remember bits of it actually um, because I think is it the plot lane end was closed or the end was, was closed but I think there's still about 19,000 or something there but of the match I don't really remember <laughs> remember that much I remember just setting up um, Fitzroy Simpson for his goal and um, I think I might have probably had a couple of chances as well. Um, but I didn't actually score on my debut. I was going to say, your first goal came in your second game. Um, yeah. Do you still remember that one? Yeah, I do remember that one. Um, I might have to thank the keeper for that one, to be honest. <laughs> Don't know how that went in. But um, I think it was a long ball played up and I got onto the end of a flick on. And then I'll pick it up a little bit. I shimmy past a couple of players and then unleashed the shot. And it went, flew past the keeper. And it took a few bobbles on the way, actually. Because it was um, a terrible pitch. It was like a sand pit at Oldham that day. And, um, but no, it was still good to score, though. It was a bit of a turbulent time for City when you were there. I mean, what, what are your memories of, of kind of what was going on off the pitch? Yeah, it was. Um, there was a, a lot of problems behind behind the scenes with Peter Swales and things like that. Um, you know, you try not to let it affect you. You know, when you're on the pitch and or, or when you're training, whatever. But it does affect. You know, I think it does filter down. And the style of play wasn't great. And you know, we just wanted to play football, and that was it. But obviously, the circumstances um, didn't help. And, um, but when Francis Lee took over and brought in Alan Ball you know for me personally it didn't work out um, I really enjoyed playing under Brian Horton so he gave quite a few young lads a chance as well so but no you just want to play football and not get involved in all that sort of stuff because I was only 18 at the time so 
I just kept myself to myself and didn't get involved. All the senior players, you know, like Nile Quinn and Keith Curl, just let them do all the all the talking and stuff like that. I was going to ask, for a young lad, is it difficult to, to kind of get your head around what's going on there? Yeah, oh yeah, it is, definitely. It's, um, like I said, um, you just want to concentrate on football more than anything. But a lot of the, the you know, the backroom stuff was, wasn't... I wasn't really involved in any of that, to be honest. And uh, you mentioned there that it didn't quite work out for you at City. You moved on um, and played for various different clubs in, in different leagues. Um, since retiring, though, you've had you've had quite a diverse um, change to, to your career, haven't you? Um, yeah, I'd say so. Well, my first first job actually when I, I went part time, um, worked at a sports shop selling trainers in JJB. Because um, I didn't have anything else, you know, to do. Didn't know what else to do. And then um, I became a personal trainer for ten years, working um, at a hotel and a few you know, people's houses, clients' houses, and things like that. And um, and in the last couple of years, I've just set up my own private jet company, doing private jets for businesses and players, that sort of thing. So and it's been good. What, what was it that kind of made you made you think, oh, a private jet company, that's that's what I'll go for? <laughs> um, when I was working as a personal trainer, a lot of my clients, you know, they used to take private jets or helicopters and things like that. And it's always something that, you know, I've enjoyed travel, that kind of thing. And I just thought, you know, what, I'm coming, I had to have an operation, so I needed something else to do as well. So that kind of appealed to me. And as a business as well, it's, um, it's great. And uh, I've, I've also been reading that uh, you're a law graduate. Yeah, <laughs> I also did um, a law degree um, just because I fancied it. No, because I, I was going to become an agent, a football agent. So that was the reasoning behind why I decided to do the law degree. And I really enjoyed it over the two years. It was really tough, but um, I did enjoy it. So yeah, I graduated last November. So um, I'm just going to wait and see see what happens. It's always there for me if I need to fall back on it if um, it doesn't work out. But the private jet stuff in that will do. <laughs> I'm going to have to make it, aren't I? <laughs>